0: Good evening and welcome to the Big Footy Podcast tonight. We talk over the Sydney loss very, uh, very rapidly. We uh, have nothing from Doc as usual. Uh, Jab is here and fired up. And uh, we're in the second half of the program. We're going to go over the uh, Collingwood-Carlton rivalry with some magpie people. But all that and more coming right up. Uh, And welcome to all of you this evening. We are joined, of course, by uh, our old compatriots, the Old Dark Navies. Gentlemen. Devoid of Caring is here again. People. And uh, Just a Battler is with us.
1: Many people and ferals. (laughs) And
0: and Tappy Dude is uh, with (laughs) us today. Yeah, barely. And uh, I am, of course, the Wookiee. Look, we've got a lot to get through tonight, as uh, we usually do. Um, so guys, your highlights from the weekend, if you had any rain, <laughs> it was a lot of it. Uh, ODN, what was your highlight from the weekend?
2: Uh, Carlton getting to 50,000 members. That was a good one. Now uh, one step closer to the MCG. Um, so good on the membership team for getting out there and selling those, um, those three game memberships, uh, later in the season. And, um, not a lot to not a lot to smile about from Friday night, but uh if I was gonna have a smile it'll be about um Lockie Henderson and Kate Simpson having having good games.
0: John. And yeah, uh, but- Happy Dude, what was your
3: highlight from the weekend? I actually had a pretty ordinary weekend, so I lost a lot of yeah, it was just a no good weekend for all footy fronts, so I'll say
0: I got one tip wrong. <laughs> that's my highlight. Fair enough. Every clown has a silver lining, as it were. Um, devoid of Caring, what was your highlight from the
4: weekend, Mark? Uh, oh, oh, I'm a bit surprised Jud wasn't mentioned just then, ODN.
2: Well, mate, I'm, you know, we, we're going to dissect the game, so.
4: <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. All right. Um, uh, highlight, I'll go with 100 tackles that we got. I think that was right, wasn't it? I think the tackle count was 100 to 95. Uh. Anyone confirm on that?
0: Well, I assume you'd done your homework. I'll just before. say yes. Yes. <laughs> well, finance. Right. Okay. Right. Stop. We'll stop. stop.
3: Might get me in trouble one day, but I'll just say yes. Stop <laughs> making plenty of sh- shit. Yeah. Hundred and
2: twenty-five. To check, did you actually you actually Google something or you look
4: something he up or something? God, hundred. I, saying,
0: I don't even remember f- seeing it. Hundred and ninety-five. Spot on. Yeah. And uh, uh oh, just about. Well, what was your highlight from the weekend? Uh,
1: you know when they um. They jumped us in the first quarter, a couple of fluky goals, and made that spud tippet look good. But after that, I thought we, we matched them, pretty much. Um, you know, you weren't going to get much of a game of football in those, in those kinds of conditions. So I put it down to, oh well, another loss. But what's frustrating me is, you know, all, the, all those... Top, so-called top four, five teams—they're not that much better than us. That's what's really frustrating me. And uh, I can only conclude we still—we've got to get some mongrel going. We've got to get some mongrel going. Yeah, that's my highlight—the lack of mongrel. We well, oh, we'll just won't call that a highlight. <laughs> it's, it, look, I'm highlighting it, it highlighting it, it, putting in bold and underlining it.
0: All right, <laughs> fair like, enough. Italics. My my highlight for the weekend was uh, Michael Jamison's 100th game for Carlton. Um, he's had a few injuries, he's been a little bit unfit, but he's had some very good form, especially uh, this year. Um, thought he played a good game again, um, even though Tippett uh, did um, kick a few goals, but I thought Jamison has had a spectacular year, um, has been a very good pick-up for us. Um, I think, if I'm right, we got him from the rookie list, and, uh, although I could be confusing him with someone else.
2: No, uh, no, it was him. Uh, yeah. Gavin Krasiska brought him in, um, yeah. coached him at some other regional level and brought him in. Yeah,
0: another thing to thank Collingwood for. Mm. Um, but, yeah, Jamison, he's been a good find, and congratulations to him for getting to uh, 100 games. Yep. So uh, that's, that's you know, that's that's pretty much my highlight. So... We're going to move into uh, the Sydney game. Talking about the Sydney game, we're going to go through this uh, pretty rapidly before we're joined by the throng from Collingwood.
1: ...against Hawthorne and Essendon. Yeah, they've been good in all of them, really. And Sydney, and they've got Collingwood next Friday nightly, which is just massive, isn't it? Always a big game, Collingwood, uh, Collingwood, Carlton, no matter where they are on the ladder, but they're both fighting for spots. Collingwood a little bit more entrenched. So that's it, the Swans win. They did it.
0: And there we go. The aftermath of uh, the game on the weekend, guys. I don't want to spend too much time on the on the Sydney loss. Um, we don't we don't like spending too much time on it. But uh, just a few uh, key things. As uh, as devoid of caring, astonishingly mentioned earlier, uh, uh, 100 tackles, 95 was a very good tackle count. Uh, we beat the Swans in the clearances, 48 to 47. Uh, hit outs they beat us in 53 to 52 so it was a very close inside game um but uh in the end they beat us by a small margin so uh, yet again another close game for us how did you see the game very quickly odn
2: okay just quickly um got away on us uh, a little bit early he was playing dry weather football in the wet. um uh weight was well held Bats and garlic didn't have any real presence for us it's a bit of a concern um i thought cruiser and judd were good and um, mclean had a bit of a down night and which is surprising because the wet should be a bit of a leveler and uh it should play to his uh, lack of pace but uh he really didn't get going um we were carved up a little bit by by uh bird and o'keefe and um but surprisingly, uh, for the type of game it was, um, we had uh, fifteen contested marks to four. Um, so in the, in the air, um, we, we were doing fairly well, and no small part to uh, 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 credit. Uh, no small credit should go to uh, Henderson, who who was uh, outstanding in that regard. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I said, you know, as I mentioned, in my highlights. Um, Simpson uh, was as desperate as I've seen him in a long long time, and uh, uh, he's, he's really he's really becoming a good defensive player.
0: excellent. okay, I know Jab's going to have a fair bit to say, so we'll get to him now. Just about how did you see the game on the weekend? Yeah. Mate? just we've got a short I, period of time, so i
1: th- I think that we could have won that game again, um, four or five missed fairly standard opportunities kicks a goal, I, I know a few blokes watch the game, but, um, you know, cut Lucas from 15 metres out, um, Walker, two or three other snaps, um, so, you know, it was a wet, high contested inside game, and uh, they come out on trumps just, I think, the score flattered them, I thought, 22 points, wasn't it? Yep. Um, Again, just further evidence we're improving every week, but just not quite
0: there. Good, good, good summation. Happy dude. How did you see the game? On uh- well, very
3: quickly. Um, rained a lot more than what I thought, and the weather girl said it would, which um, seemed to have a big impact on the game, having them play in the wet. The previous week against Port Adelaide, I think they came out on top knowing exactly how the ball was going to fall and had the experience from a week prior where they were a bit shell-shocked in the wet by Port Adelaide. Um, Yeah, they obviously... Moved it forward at every cost, which we didn't do. We spent a lot of time just trying to pick it up and be a bit, you know, hands-on with it and overuse the ball a little bit. When they did get it in their hands, they bombed it forward, and that proved very costly for us, uh, especially early in the game, where we just couldn't get it away from them, because every time we moved it, they just bomb it back in. Yeah. yeah. They did seem to
0: flood our forward line. Well, that's Sydney way. Well, there was that's just the there was just nowhere to move. It was, it was quite astonishing. We couldn't get any... Insight, and our small forwards were just completely ineffective. Yeah, I uh, said it last game. week, um, small ground hurt us in that aspect. Yeah. Uh, the mm. turnovers hurt us as well. Yeah, it's uh, you were right. We were right on that count. It was a good call. Uh, we were absolutely swamped up forward. We had no room to move. Small forwards couldn't get into the game, and it really does highlight the need for a second big forward uh, down back. Casbolt was pretty ineffective during the game, um, I thought. Um, so, you know, in the, in the wash-up, it was a game we could have won, but we didn't. And uh, just last time we played in that kind of rain up in Sydney, we actually beat the Swans, but that was in 2011 under Ratten. Um, So, yet again, perhaps something uh, to consider Um, as to whether we've improved because the game was almost identical in in terms of weather, in terms of personnel. Um, The only real difference is the coaching, so... Oh... That's that's that's. Uh, okay. <laughs> just thought I'd throw that out there. <laughs> Forty year. Hey uh, <laughs> hey 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 hey. No need for that.
1: I I reckon there's no comparison. I mean, our team's playing much better football this year. I yeah, think I, I'm with Jab
0: on that. I think on a consistency basis we are, but in terms of winning games that we should be winning that we're not, I'm not so sure that we are yet. Yeah. Yeah, that comes down to structure and trying to get consistency of a best 22 down. Um, yeah, Malthouse hasn't really let that happen because he's trying to cycle through everyone quickly. I'm not saying it won't happen, by the way. I'm not saying that we should get rid of Malthouse. I'm just saying that on, on, oh, I didn't think on a, a straight-out comparison, um, there are games this year that we would have won if we'd been using an older system, but there are also games we would have lost if we'd been using I'm the older system. More. Well. I know...
2: Sorry, yeah, I know Jeff's going to jab will respond to this um uh, at, at the selection table uh we were both a little bit miffed last week Ooh. um <laughs> you know i like i thought i thought mckinnis McIn- should have come in for bootsmart i thought uh, yep. i thought bell should have been in uh wherever yep. um, just 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 because that's ex- that's his bread and butter exactly where he should have been in the yep. clinches yep. hitting hard tackling hard that was that if- his skill level doesn't matter in the wet like that he would have been the perfect player, almost
3: yeah. perfect. If I remember correctly, the weather report actually didn't have it raining that much until um, that morning, where they thought it was just going to clear up during
0: the day or not rain as hard. I'm wondering if, uh, like McInnes, would have been allowed to play in that anyway, given he's just coming off a severe leg injury. Yeah, possibly. In that I
2: mean, kind of weather. But, or, or you know, Bell was Bell in an emergency? I can't remember who the named. He was. That would
1: have been that would have been a late change. As far um, as I'm, you know, the old boots. I, I really like the kid. You know, I think he's he's copying a bit of bagging, but really he he shows a lot of good good attributes. The problem yep. is he's ten to fifteen kilos too light. Yeah. For the job he's asked to do, as, terribly light as a defender, I, I've seen just blokes just lean on him. And push him out of the way. You know, literally, just lean on him. And it's not for him want of trying. He just hasn't got the fucking size.
0: He needs that Duncan, uh, <laughs> that Dustin Fletcher type role where he's not actually really manned up on someone. Yeah,
1: or, or play him on the wing, give him yeah, some space because he's got a bit of toe. He, ne-
0: he needs to be a third man up type, not yeah, a yeah. That, that unaccountable Nick Maxwell. Look at me,
3: I'm a stupid captain type role. <laughs> yeah, Nick, <he's laughs> yeah. not the time there. is coming for that kind
0: of talk.
1: <laughs> I mean, um, but Bill, I was. Fascinated to see Bell not given a run. Yeah, and um, okay, McInnes might not be quite ready, but geez, he had some good form in the VFL.
0: I, I think he's he's closer to ready than not ready now. I think we'll see him yeah. very soon I in the yeah, side. And a Watson, I
1: reckon even a Watson. I think he wasn't wasn't he an emergency originally?
0: I know. I know the guys that watched the VFL. Um, that actually go out there. They're actually pretty um, hot on Watson at the moment, but I'm watching the same... Well, from what I'm seeing on TV, and there's been three games in the last four weeks on TV, and I'm not seeing what they're seeing in Watson yet.
1: Well, you see, the positives are he's probably our best kick from back there.
0: Yeah. Look, we're going to get to those replacements uh, after we've talked to the Collingwood guys, but that's coming up now. And uh, so here's a bit of... uh, Bit of a trip down memory lane before you go over to them.
1: It's rolling towards the boundary line and Harms almost backs Banning, takes it back the Shell and it's
4: a goal! As soon as I got here it was made very obvious to me that I was supposed to hate Cunningham and at the time I really had no idea why. I knew I did but I just wasn't sure why.
0: Welcome to a special event in, uh, in the history of the Carlton and uh, Collingwood uh, broadcasts. We've got a very large panel uh, here this evening to discuss all things Carlton and Collingwood. Um, we've got a very rich history, uh, a rich tapestry of events, and uh, so we would like to uh, canvas that with our brethren, as it were, our lost brethren for some <laughs> of us from uh, uh, just down the track in Victoria. Cousins. Thank you. And uh, so just to introduce everybody for the benefit of our listeners, uh, Magpie Girl is here from Collingwood.
5: Hi, everybody.
0: And the Old Dark Navies is here, as always, from Carlton. I'm excited. And uh, (laughs) Special Ed is here from Collingwood. G'day, guys. Happy Dude is here from Carlton. Hello. Uh, Optimaxis is here from Collingwood.
6: Hey, guys. Hope everyone's well.
0: Devoid of Caring is here from the Carlton board. (laughs) <laughs> just a battler is here from the Carlton board and I am of course here from the Carlton board I am the Wookiee guys what would be your favourite memory of uh, of a Carlton-Collingwood clash um, perhaps we'll start with Magpie Girl, Girls first sorry guys
5: Oh, uh, any game where we've beaten you
0: well that wouldn't be many <laughs> <laughs>
5: Wow, well, we
1: got
0: one on the board this year. <laughs> <laughs> we got one on us this year, but uh, history tells us that uh, fifty-one point six percent of the time Carlton will win these games, <laughs> and even more so in finals. So, yeah, but
5: and you even more so in lot, grand finals. So we're still in front. You're yeah, still but, in front.
4: Um... Yeah, but I mean, 60% of all stats are made up on the spot. 40% um, of people know that.
0: Unfortunately for Collingwood people, <laughs> oh, we know. actually have access to records and things because uh, we know how to read. And, oh, um, <laughs> 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 hey, oh you,
5: this is going to be dirty. just <laughs> said,
0: so you guys started this. We were having a civilised discussion about, you know, what our favourite memories were, and then, you know, you're, we're better than you, so, you know, I just had to um basically say that stats say otherwise 246 games played 125 wins to Carlton 117 losses to Carlton or 117 wins to uh Collingwood and four draws for a 51.6% ratio to Carlton um just over time it's also 5 to 1 in grand finals if you're wondering um <laughs> that well and again. Well,
5: I think yeah.
0: than you have. and and I and I would like to say that uh, while we don't have your 26 wooden spoons, uh, sorry, 26 uh, runner-up uh, trophies, um, we've got more grand final wins. So, yeah, <laughs> it is uh, a pleasure to have you all here.
6: How many wooden spoons do you have, though?
0: Three.
6: Just just three, or yeah,
0: three? yeah just three. The three Four we won in the last six. ten years. <laughs> yeah. The three we won That's from 2002 well, to, top 2000, to 2006. Six.
5: It's, it's been a good it's 10 years. It's that all your glory is in the past, though, isn't it?
1: That's the one stat you guys have got over us. You actually.
0: guys win a grand final every 20 years, and you're going to come up with us and tell us that our grand final glories are in the past.
5: Yeah, well, when was the last one?
0: Well, 95 for us. but uh... <laughs> <laughs> I rest
5: my guess.
0: well, well. wow. How is, uh, how is uh, Nathan Buckley working out over there? Eh, well enough. Yep. Hands can't up those who love Daphne. Can't <laughs> we all just get along? <laughs> Alright, look, I, I know I've asked Magpie Girl already what her favourite memory was. Uh, uh, Devoid of caring, what's your favourite Carlton Collingwood memory? Don't, 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 You already know I'm not going to give an answer. Just move on. <laughs> just a battler. What's your favourite Carlton Collingwood memory? I, I love the games between
1: Carlton and Collingwood. They're... They are real Melbourne tribal events. And uh, I've got a soft spot for Collingwood. So I love the games. My favourite memory, I think it's just a compilation of uh, Eddie McFatchin's face over the last few years. You know, uh, just the ever-changing shades of purpley red.
4: That's the Bake Thirteen
1: coming out there. Yeah. I, I recommend uh, Wookie's posted um, on a more serious note. Wookie, Wookie's posted a three a three part series on our uh, forum today. The nineteen eighty Grand Final, leaving the result aside because we know how that goes in a Grand Final mostly. Um, I thought it was fascinating listening to the Collingwood players talk about it. Yeah, you talk about the eighty
0: one Grand Final.
4: I was about to say, 80 was Richmond-Collingwood,
0: wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. no, yeah, he, 81, sorry. He's, he's talking about the final story series that they did in 81 uh, yeah, for yeah. the 81 grand final that had, like, Hayfe and all those guys, I think. Peter Moore.
1: Yeah, a few yeah I group. recommended viewing
0: them. What do, and and Optimaxis, what would be your favourite uh, Carlton-Collingwood memory? Oh,
6: well, I've got a couple. Um, Didac cleaning up Scotland right in the middle of the ground, and I think escaping suspension is right up there with me.
0: I happened to see that today, actually. <laughs> um,
6: and my earliest football memory, going to the game and watching my dad celebrate Mick McGuan kicking his goal after all those bounces, that has to be right up there too.
0: It's a very annoying memory. Thanks <laughs> for... An- annoying for some. <laughs> Thanks for giving us McGuan too, by the way. That was uh, well done, well played. That,
6: that's why yeah. we knew we couldn't run anymore. We just weren't sure if you did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Obviously not. laughs> well, well trolled by Collingwood there. Um, ODN, what's your favourite Carlton Collingwood memory? i
2: oh, look like like Jab. I, I love this rivalry. Um, I've got a little bit of respect for it because there's a, there's, a, there's quite a lot of uh, supporters on Big Footy who like to claim you know you, you can have your derbies and your showdowns and you know you can have your the and Collingwood games and, and what not but there's a lot of teams that claim to be the biggest rival of either one of our teams but the consensus from most of our supporters is that it's Carlton Collingwood uh, Carlton supporters think it's Collingwood and Collingwood supporters largely think it's Carlton um, so there's a little bit of respect about what constitutes a real rivalry that lasts for a long time and this one's this one's lasted Ever since the formation of the suburbs, when uh, uh, the, the rich Carlton effluent used to travel through the down through the streets of Collingwood. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm not I'm not I'm not am not being Bay 13 here. That's actually part of that's actually in Carlton's history book. As far as one of the reasons that uh, it started the rivalry between the haves and the have-nots back in that time, and uh, and, and, and since then, um, uh, well, you know. Carlton and Grand Finals has uh, been a special memory for me, and I'll probably looking looking at '79 and you know, whether the uh, Collingwood supporters think it was in or out. That was a special that was a special time. Uh, 1981, 21 points down just before three quarter time. Uh, Collingwood thought they had it, and, uh, and again on that on that TV program, um, they they thought they were just about there, and Carlton kicked a couple of late goals in that quarter, and then said they're tiring. Get the next goal and we will win, and that's exactly what happened. We closed it out. So, the 1981 grand final for me was probably uh, probably the best one.
0: I said I said one highlight, not your life story, Odin. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> thanks anyway. And uh, special Ed, I'm going to assume you have some sort of favourite memory that involves some sort of thuggery or cheating.
4: Yeah, look, I'm uh, probably not old enough to uh, obviously have any memories of beating Carlton in the grand final. Um, but for me, like Optimx i I'm probably, uh, the same with Mick McGowan, um, doubly the fact that it was the Dacos tribute match as well. So Dacos was always my favorite player growing up. So the fact that, uh, we won that game and Mick McGowan kicked that goal of the year during that match is probably my best memory, I'd say. It's Funnily not- enough, um another memory that's always stood out in the Collingwood Carlton game and it's weird because I was only really young at the time but I actually remember Silvani's I think it was Silvani's mark of the year that he took
0: uh, I think it was
4: was it 88 I think it was yeah even though I was only what 8 years old at the time for some reason I remember being at that game and that mark as well which is strange
0: yeah, I rate that over Jez to be honest although-
4: yeah it was a good mark
0: Yeah, good mark Happy Dude, what's your uh, favourite Carlton Collingwood memory?
3: Um, I've actually got one that would probably strike Carlton Sporters as a bit different. Um, as, as far as an individual memory goes, it was actually after a game that we had lost to Collingwood um, in the last few years, and we caught the train back. It was a bit quiet on the train, and obviously all the Carlton Sporters hanging their head in shame, can't believe that we lost to this mob. And this little kid who was probably about 8, 10 years old, decked out in Collingwood gear with his dad who had... a you know, tattoos everywhere in Collingwood gear. Just broke the silence by looking up at his dad's mate and going, They even cheat in grand finals. That ball was out. And then this would have happened forty years before this kid was born. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <Good time. sighs>
3: and it, the whole carriage just burst out with laughter
4: and yeah, that's probably one of my favourite memories it, involving it, Collingwood. It, yeah. It is. I, think that, I think that memory. I think the uh, the harms thing passes down through the DNA with Colin and supporters.
0: Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of uh, that, well, that. Someone brought up the Didac incident earlier, um, and glossed over the seven goals that Fev kicked that day. Yeah, uh, <laughs> in uh, that was 2008, I think. Uh, um, yeah. Is that,
4: was that when he kicked six of them on Harry
0: uh It was when he kicked four in the last quarter, I think, that day um and uh yeah we we won that game but uh <laughs> i think my favorite my favorite recent memory is the it's the round 4 game that year i think uh where we broke a, a massive run of losses that we'd had against you guys and uh we, yes, we and Eddie was, was awesome. like we're going to keep doing this forever and <laughs> it was like okay but uh so that, that well, would you're be right my...
5: though Wookie. it's It really is a fantastic rivalry that exists between the two big clubs and it's it's one of the really exciting things in the, in the game and I think it's great that you, well, know, you just you have this wonderful passionate build up to every encounter
0: I think there's one thing we can all agree on here, and that is we all hate Essendon. yes yeah. <laughs> and For for whatever reason, Essendon Essendon. Essendon people seem to think that they're... Even Essendon hate Essendon. Essendon seem to think that they're our number one rival. Essendon seem to think that they're your number one rival. (laughs) And I think at the end of the day, we really couldn't give a crap. Because, you know... (laughs) I've got a... To to create that rivalry uh, with Collingwood, they've had to artificially, you know, generate this Anzac Day rubbish. And... (laughs) Fair if enough. they take away two of their cheating premierships, that knocks them back down to fourteen, and then there's no <laughs> more rivalry. <laughs> I, I think it's a it's a more recent uh, for more recent Carlton people, it might be a, a little bit more uh, 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 more of a rivalry. But for anyone with half a decent memory, uh, we we never forget down at Princess Park. We will never forget. And as far as I'm concerned, um, it doesn't matter. You know, if Eddie donates all of his money to charity. Um, and Collingwood turn into uh, you know a bunch of bunny hugging uh, people that wear pink and uh, you know help old ladies across, help old ladies across the street and you know invest in you know curing AIDS or you know Harry O'Brien becomes the Secretary General of the UN or whatever happens well, that will happen wear baby happen. blue jumpers Collingwood will always oh. be that pe- those people that you know we we like to hate. And there's not quite a rivalry in Australian sport like it. The the Origin thing that Rugby League have, it's more recent. It's 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 not got the same vintage behind it. Ever since you guys came on the scene, you started trying to get under our skin. You sent our you know you made our people work on Grand Final day so they couldn't play in the game in 1910. Correct. We've never forgotten that. And I'm is... pretty sure as well that. If it wasn't for us, there wouldn't be a Collingwood Football Club
3: because I would remember reading somewhere that the Carlton Football Club at the time sacrificed some games to allow
0: Collingwood, the fixture, to enter the VFA. Correct.
6: That is true, yep.
0: So we're doing a lot of talking here, guys, us Carlton people.
5: Well, while we're on the um, subject of rivalry, do you you think that uh, you now having Mick Malthouse at Carlton has increased the rivalry?
3: Oh, I think you having Buckley as a coach is increasing the role <laughs> more because I hate that big jam. <laughs> I, I think we were
5: yeah, really... Uh, as
1: Carlton supporters, before you guys joined the conversation, we started to go down an interesting lane, Kerry Wookie. The jury's out on Malthouse.
0: It is. Abs- right. No, it is, absolutely. But uh, I think we're better off. And uh, there's not a Carlton supporter... Well, not a real Carlton supporter out there. There are some weirdos and... Uh, Extreme elements that will uh, tell you that ratten still should be there but Malthouse has definitely improved the team um, Probably the same guys that were cutting their memberships up when we sacked Fev them <laughs> <laughs> drop kicks there's always there's always there's always extreme Fantasy elements Malthouse. that will disagree but malt house was necessary to bring the team up to a more competitive standard and while while we're but not but we're not has winning he done, has has he actually done that, we're not winning as many games as we could have, yet
4: we but, haven't been flogged though.
0: But we've never been flogged this season, and we are. That is going to come to <laughs> us. Sounds pathetic. If you can turn that crappy Collingwood mob from wooden spooners
3: to runners up in three years,
1: you yeah, can take a team yeah. that
3: can actually win grand finals to a couple of premierships. Surely. Well.
0: How many premierships have you won since? <laughs> <laughs> how how you many know, premierships you didn't take did, over Hawthorn? How many premierships did you win after Malthouse left Collingwood?
5: <laughs> I, 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 you know just, go, throw, right. just throwing on, that out you're, there you're
1: being quiet mate go for it, <laughs> it,
2: it it's a it's a, it's a good question i, I mean I, i'd like to i'd like to give pay it some respect um we under Malthouse, house we have more intensity than we did last year we don't drop off and play and play weak football um but we aren't getting we aren't getting the results i feel that he's taken away some of our flair some of our attacking flair that might actually blow games apart. Also, teams will stay, even teams that we've, the, game, the wins we've had, we're enabled teams to get back into the contest. So somewhere along the line, Malthouse has has quelled some of our positives, but Thank he's also introduced. That. Yeah, look, and and I agree. I, you know, you guys, I agree with Collingwood supporters when they talk about Malthouse having favourites. We can already see that's happening. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's players that he'll keep out of the team um, right. and players, that he'll, and players that, he'll, um, that he'll leave in there when they probably should be getting a rest. So we've already seen that. And it's, every time it happens at selection time, you go, yeah, look, they, they didn't warn us. Um, so it's sort of a, a little bit of the good with the bad. We feel like he's probably setting us up long term, but he was bought in to, to be the cream on top of our cake and we have no cake. So that's that's the issue. Like how how much how much time how much time do we give him? Because a, a full rebuild was never what was supposed to happen.
4: Yeah, I've actually I've actually got a funny. I mean, I've, obviously I could be very wrong. I've, I've always had a sneaking suspicion that um, Styx actually wanted Ruse, and when he couldn't get Ruse, he needed something to obviously calm down the. I guess the whinges that were getting a little bit rowdy within Carlton, and I think they got Molthouse out to do that, and which is why they've only given him the three years. I've got a funny feeling he'll still keep working on Ruse and give what? Mick his three years.
1: Ruse hates Carlton.
2: Hates he's a Carlton supporter. It. He's a Cal- supporter Cal- growing oh,
4: right. up. So was Goddard. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Bruce. Bruce. I just, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, i am I've, got a few uh, relatives that are Carlton supporters unfortunately and I've got a few mates that are too and it's funny like for years not all Collingwood supporters on the board I know I've got a nice collection of cards from before Mick left that had to do with my hatred of him but it's funny for years I used to complain about the fact that Mick just was wasn't very aggressive at the trade table wouldn't you know get the big names wouldn't do any of that sort of stuff and I, I just found it funny that the first off-season at Carlton, I had all my Carlton mates and stuff coming up to me going, why the hell didn't Mick pick anyone up? And I just said, <laughs> guys, get used to it because that's yeah. what the next three years Mick, is going to be.
2: Mick's very confused because when he was, when he was at you guys, he didn't, he didn't rate Ruckman and, didn't, and made very token efforts to fix your Ruck problems. Uh, before he finally got Jolly in, but he uh, he had a lot of time, and that was one of the biggest bugbears for Collingwood supporters. Now he's come to Carlton, he's got three ruckmen, and he's got no idea what the hell to do with them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Where do I put these guys on the field? <laughs> yeah, it sounds, it it sounds, sounds about right. All, once. all right, if we can turn our attention briefly from the historical and, uh, you know, coaching issues of the two clubs, if we can uh, steer it towards perhaps a uh, Friday night's game. Um, it is a very... Big clash for both sides. Both coming off losses. Collingwood a eighth, Carlton a ninth. Um, it, it's a relatively big deal. It'll be in front of. I think uh, yesterday AF, the AFL was saying that there were two thousand public tickets left for the game, um, which isn't too shabby. It's. A, I think it's a Carlton home game, is it? Yeah, it's it Carlton. A yeah, um, so we're, we're leading into this uh, eight, uh, ninth v eighth. So. How are we seeing the game on the
4: weekend? I think it. Uh, I think it depends which Collingwood team runs out. Well,
3: for us too.
4: But um, I think if um, if the same Collingwood team that ran out, say against Jalon, comes out there, then uh, it should be not a walkover, but it should be over relatively quick. If the same Collingwood that's been playing for the last what close to a month comes out. Then I'd say you guys will probably run all over us.
0: Well statistically speaking, and I looked at this in the preview that I wrote up for the Carlton forum. Statistically Carlton are a better side.
6: But even with your losses, you've you've had the better form. We wouldn't have been able to get anywhere near Hawthorne or Sydney or Geelong or Essendon the way you have, the playing the the football we have since basically the Geelong game.
1: Well what's happened there?
6: It more or less Teams have worked out how reliant we are on Cloak, I think. You put a man in front of Cloak, which I imagine will be Henderson, and it seems to shut a strike down.
0: I think Jamison, last time we played Jamison, beat him just one-on-one for the most part.
4: Yeah, Uh, I think think our biggest problem is just um, we just don't seem to want to run at the moment. Well, historically, our small forwards
0: have posed problems for you as well, but then again, historically, you have new guys that come out of nowhere and perform like freaking superstars against us. On...
1: That five goals from that Blair bloke, where the fuck did that come and
0: from? Elliot. Elliot this year, Blair year. <laughs> five goals. For solo, I think, the year before. Yep. About
2: that, The guy was 50 metres in the clear every bloody time he got the ball. Was <laughs> Wait the for
3: Seedsman to run out and have a best on ground against us.
2: Well, <laughs> Seeds, <laughs> Seedsman was their, 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 their highest possession getter. Um, Last week, so oh, he's, a um, he's a good player. Yeah, better. Seedsman Maxwell Russell, uh, Jay Thomas, um, uh, at four of their f- four of their f- top five possession getters last week. And that's something you wouldn't normally see from a, from a Collingwood team.
0: I think Collingwood. So,
3: uh, I forgot to check if Dwyer was back in for them, but I wouldn't mind if he was the number one possession
0: getter. I got a bit of a soft spot for young Sammy. I think Collingwood would have to take some comfort from the fact that uh, our small brigade that have caused him so much trouble in the past, like Betts, Garlett, uh Yaron, they're a bit out of sorts at the moment. Betts hasn't been near the footy in weeks, really. He, and he might be. Garlett he might. couldn't buy a goal at the moment.
4: Yeah. yeah, but you know how you guys are. As soon as you see the black and white jumper, they all become frigging low medalists. Well, Eddie Betts
2: <laughs> will hit form if Harry O's anywhere near him <laughs> on the ground, won't
4: he? Oh, I, don't, I, I doubt... <laughs> I doubt Bucks will be playing Harry O on him. I'd wager that it'll either be... It'll be there'll be a combination of Sinclair, uh, Marley Williams, and I'm not even too sure whether it's Russell or Heath Shaw or one of them you, will be on him. They, they should would, put Russell on him. Jordan, in. Yeah, Jordan Russell that. down there?
2: Russell on Yaron will be nice.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, who do you think the, um, the three Carlton players are that we need to look out for? Cruiser
1: uh, well, oh. for a start. Remember what he did to your mate uh, Jolly in the first game? Put him out of the game, one tackle.
6: <laughs> he then got Lynch playing his best game for the season. Yeah, but
0: Lynch, Lynch no out.
1: Lynch uh. was playing centre half uh, forward for you, wasn't he? Yep. And yeah. And he had a very good game, Lynch, that game. But he was playing to sort of, like two roles. But in the, in the centre bounces, in the clearances, Crews destroyed him. I
3: reckon um, if Gibbs can keep up his form from the past couple of games, the Hawthorne and Sydney games, it took a little bit to get going in the Sydney game. He might be a bit dangerous at getting the ball out to someone who's running past.
2: Look, uh, in dry conditions, I, I need to know first, if um, are we expecting Reed to play? He's, he's, he's listed for a test. Uh, Reed, Jolly, Goldsack, Beams, all listed as tests on the Collingwood uh, injury list. Um, it's four good players to come back if they come back um, and yeah, do anybody Beans, know
4: Beams, Beams won't be and Goldsack up. won't yep um, I think Clinton Young might be
3: a surprise inclusion Clinton Young played very well on Saturday I was at your VFL game actually at uh, Victoria Park and uh, between Cracker and Clinton Young it very well I think Cracker needs to come in yeah,
4: Cracker was best on ground for me on Saturday when I was there. Yeah, look, I think Cracker Cracker and Elliot down there hopefully can uh pose a little bit of a threat alongside Cloak.
2: Look, Jared Waite will give you problems if if Reed isn't coming in.
3: Yeah, Jared Wade, if he can get back to that form he had against Essendon on the dry ground.
0: hmm Yeah, you gotta say the game against Sydney didn't really help Jared Waite's kind of play. Yeah. No. <laughs> <At all. laughs> That's nothing to go by. <laughs> that <laughs> At rate. All. Um, just statistically speaking, uh, Carlton and Collingwood are very close in a lot of areas and very far, especially when it comes to uh, the in-close stuff. Um, the, the the contested areas, uh, contested marking, 3rd v 5th, uh, Carlton's way, marks inside 50, 4v5. Uh, in, in, this is in terms of the league. Um, then you get things like hit-outs where Carlton are 8th and Collingwood are last in the league. Um... Clearances: Carlton a seventh, Collingwood a fourteenth. Disposal efficiency: Collingwood a fifth, Carlton eighth. Really fifth? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is before this this weekend's games. uh, Sounds too high. Uh, For goals scored: Carlton a seventh, Collingwood a ninth. For behind scored: Carlton a third, Collingwood a fourth. Oh, shit. <laughs> for accuracy, Carlton are 13th, Collingwood are 15th. Right. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yep. That's, that's our season. Actually, I was looking at the Queen's birthday matches for another project I do, and uh, I was noticing, was it, they kicked it, uh, nine goals, 32 or something? Anyway. It was a couple of years Six. back. <laughs> so, um, tackles, 8th v 10th Carlton's way. You know, it's it's... It, all up, it's it's fairly even. inside fifties. Five v four uh Collingwood's way. So, Yaron will have a good one. It, well, yeah, you don't want to know where the bounces are. I think bounces were one and two actually. Carlton, Carlton first, Collingwood second. Okay. So, not not really a stat okay. I put. Sorry.
5: It should be an even game.
0: It, it, look, it has the potential to be a very easy game, and and as I always do, I I tip a win to Carlton by twenty one points. But uh, it's uh, I tip that margin every game, except where I go out for like eighty point wins that we managed to you know scrape home in.
4: No, yeah. I think I think if you've been watching Collingwood all this year, um, if Carlton wins, if Carlton wins, big. they'll win big. It won't be it won't be close. That yeah. seems to be the pattern, isn't it? Collingwood, yeah. Collingwood hasn't lost the game by less than six goals this year. All right,
0: just heading yeah. in, head, heading into the game, uh, Carlton have lost the last six of eight against Collingwood, uh, and we won two games last year, which was great. But we've lost like every other game for the last four years. Um, uh, Magpies are ranked first in the AFL for uncontested possessions. The Blues are sixteenth. If if Collingwood get out, can get outside of us, we're screwed. That's they can, that's they
3: can feed it out to the swanee the seagull. He'll have a field day against us.
5: <laughs> yeah,
3: you, know, if and, you and, compare
5: and the um the two teams for this round, as opposed to the two teams that played in round three.
0: Yeah.
5: Um, are are they sort of similar?
0: The line lineup yeah, with, will be pretty similar. Yeah. the yeah, we can't lineup is as about as close to full strength as we can get. Um, and think I think without, Collingwood's.
4: Uh, in better shape than they were then, I think.
5: On paper. Yeah, <laughs> when yeah. I
0: go back and remember the outs Collingwood had in round three, it, these matches have a history though of not really paying attention to the team or form. Um, on paper, not at all. it's it, yeah. it can go either way.
5: Kind I mean, of the emotion on the day, isn't it? Who gets who gets away first?
0: They have an annoying way of going against whatever. Uh, uh, the form guide says. So, how? Are, what, what are what are you tipping for the weekend, guys? <laughs>
5: <Should> we go <laughs> Do around. You have to ask.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go first? Yeah. Uh, come, come on, by,
5: come
4: by fifty.
0: Come on, fifty. All right, you better <laughs> not be, you me, dog. <laughs> you no one's going to uh, tip against their side, on. are they? So,
3: we'll move I, along. I, I Actually, think. Uh, um, yeah, depending on the team that runs out, it'll either be Carlton by twenty-five or Collingwood by about eleven. Yeah.
2: Look, I mean we've we've had four big. This is our fourth of four big games in a row, and and um, we haven't won the other games. Um, so the confidence is at an all-time low, and um, you know we we lost to you the first time around, uh, round three, when we thought we might have a better chance. Um, Uh, I don't know, we're looking for that uh, Malthouse gloss to to rub off and for the wins to start coming against uh, highly credentialed teams, and um, it's not happening. So, uh, you know, if we can get a one-point victory, I'll be happy, but uh, I I have no confidence.
0: It's got to happen eventually, otherwise these questions about Malthouse are just going to keep getting asked and asked and asked. He's gone. He's gone.
5: (laughs) (laughs) How do you you feel when you see the way he was talking to the players the other night? Does that...
2: Oh, I've always way.
3: said when Ratten was coaching at times,
0: um, he needed to go down there and get the Parkin vein popping.
2: That's what
0: that I want, to yeah. Go. yeah. See, Malthouse is, is nothing when you've had a team that's been coached by guys like Barassi and Parkin. Yeah, Br- and, and uh, you know, I think nearly had a heart attack one weekend. But, uh, you know, when you've had guys like that, there's no yeah. real... Um, Malthouse doesn't hold a lot of fear in terms of a team, but uh, as for this team, maybe
3: pretty sure Barassi once made them pull the bus over outside Geelong and he made the players walk because he wasn't
0: happy with their attitude. As long as it's not like Robert Walls and his boxing lessons at Brisbane, I think we'll be all right. <laughs> 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 so, so I'm, I'm told uh, the Collingwood board have put together some questions for the Carlton people. We we didn't do this because, uh, quite frankly, you didn't. Be. Good. Uh, and and, and I, have, I have had a glance at the questions that have been uh, recommended. So can I fire um, one back at them. You let the Collingwood <laughs> people get their questions out of the way.
5: Well, Hi. look, I, I have Hi. managed Hi. to weave a few into the conversation. So um, yeah. uh, when I when I did go th- through the questions, and you can see there were quite a few, um, they seemed to sort of fall into four categories. And I think the first one was obviously Malthouse, and we've we've covered that. Um, the second one was rivalry, and I think we've covered that too. Um, and uh, talked a bit about the game. The other um, category that that a few people had questions about was the trade, uh, wanting to know who Carlton might put on the trade table this year.
4: Who do you want? Ruckman. Do you, do you want Joseph?
0: You can <laughs> have, <laughs> Russell. You, you can have well, Robbie Warnock.
5: <laughs> I
0: will put him in a box Warnock. and mail him to you.
5: Somebody said, what Warnock,
0: would you want I'll him? take it.
1: Yeah. Seriously, you know it's Carlton. We'll trade anybody. I-,
0: I will give you Robbie Warnock for one of your water boys. <laughs> 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 oh no! Well, he'll, worms guys, again. Because he'll cover more ground. You <laughs> guys,
4: guys actually been watching Jolly <laughs> you can't Jump boys. over a tin can. I'll take
0: Warnock.
3: <laughs> well, you- oh, who you give us for? You may as well just get a, a bean pole in the middle with a hand on it,
0: according yeah. to Wookie. There, telephone pole, the hand on it, do the same job. <laughs> Do a better, do- better job than Jolly. He'll win so- your centre bounces and do nothing else. <laughs> Playing a man down. He-, <laughs> he may as well get a lawn chair and sit in the middle of the ground.
1: We'll, we'll swap your Warnock for pain.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's I not actually like uh, Keith. Like I will keeping
1: Payne. Oh, well, there you go, see? Yeah,
3: we'll and swap- I like Keith we'll that Collingwood's um, got running around as well. We'll yeah, swap
6: yeah.
3: your
4: Warnock for Jolly if you want. Uh
1: it. Uh, <laughs> it,
2: t- it takes an awfully long time to uh, adopt a Collingwood supporter into the Carlton side. They just don't feel like a Carlton player. For Scotland took a fair while, uh, <laughs> and now he's one of ours, but he, it's, it, it, it's a tough ask.
3: Funny you should mention that. I was at Scotland's, um, watching Scotland's 250th or whatever it was, or one of his milestone games for us. My mum goes, has he been with us that long? I still think of him running around in a Collingwood jumper. And it was only this year. <laughs>
5: <laughs> what about Daisy? Are you after him?
3: No. I, don't uh, want him. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I wouldn't mind him, but I wouldn't chase him actively. His ankle's probably rooted. I would no, get well, his ankle fixed go, on Collingwood's like, like,
1: money. He's well, probably worth a second or third round um, pick. Yeah. Oh. See what we can could... do.
4: No. He,
2: they can a, have he's Warnock. A, he's a restricted free agent. That's mm. how we'll get him if if we if we want him, and it's all going to come down to his uh, relationship with Mick. Uh, we all know, you know, they were pretty tight, um, and, and uh, just a matter of whether you want to leave his mates at Collingwood just to go somewhere where Mick is. Um, um, I don't think you'll go. Um, it, it's pretty hard to leave a whole lot of mates just to just to go and have a a, a, a favourite coach. But I, I don't know. I don't know what the relationship with with him and Bucks is, but. You know, you guys have got the. I think you got the last last reply on the on the salary offer because he's restricted. Yeah, so, yeah sorry, uh, the, they have the right
0: to match whatever it is. It all yeah, depends on look, talent. Look, want to
4: throw at him?
0: Do you oh, want to keep him?
5: him? Yeah,
4: certainly. Yeah, no. Look, the, I the mean, preference you, we, would be to keep him. Yeah,
5: I don't we, think he'll go. You but there's have. just a lot of talk about him being, you know. You've got to ask. You've got to ask. With Say, with same as
2: Cloak last year, we've got We've got to ask. It's not trying to. It's not. You know necessarily trying to poach players, but somebody's going to make, make an offer. GWS are going to make an offer. Somebody will make an offer, so it might as well be us and we can't sit on, you can't sit on your hands just waiting for your own players to develop because we're not developing players awfully fast.
0: You know what my favourite question on your board is that you never asked?
5: I haven't finished yet. <laughs> why are
4: you mad? Why, <laughs> why are you mad? Why are you us? mad? <laughs> <laughs> I like I, that one, did
0: you? I, I like, one I, and I'll I,
5: tell you what's on my list.
0: I love this one. Do you think it was right for a former Carlton president to introduce a zoning plan when VFL presidents that deliberately advantaged his club for 20 years and had direct influence on your last eight flags? Oh, that's VJ Knight. Can you sleep at night? (laughs) Yes, I can. And I sleep bloody well. (laughs) It's, yeah, just like Hawthorne of the 80s, isn't it? (laughs) Well, you know. I could sleep happily. Sorry, you had questions. CJ
5: well, um... well, Knight will be really happy that you answered that without me asking <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Just one more trade question. Yep. Um, would you consider trading Cruiser and Yaron no. for number one draft pick?
0: No, no. not both of them. <laughs> You're not going to get both for one draft pick. Doesn't matter if like, we had the first two draft picks, you still wouldn't get both.
1: Well, I think Swan answered the question anyway the other day on SEN Cruiser's gone nowhere.
0: Yeah, I, I think there's a he lot of. Say that. There is a lot of faith in Carlton down there, um, but I th- personally, I think uh, as a ruckman, um, we could possibly do better. Ooh, he's just—he's nothing—he's—he's he's bored I'll be having
1: words with you later, Wookie. I'm sure. Oh, you, I'm sure the you hates will on
0: be me jumper look. I'm sure you will be, but let me tell you something. He is not much better than Warnock as a forward at the moment. He takes better marks. when he's a ruckman. he's not a forward. Yes, but the whole concept of having ruckman in this day and age is they have to be more than just a ruckman. You can't just... I'm tired, Battering of... Ram. I'm tired of hearing about his one percenters and all this other bullshit that he apparently does when he's on the ground. I want to see him actually make an impact.
5: They need to be able to get off the ground. That sounds
6: familiar to the Fraser argument that we used to have.
0: <laughs> Don't you dare compare our oh, Ruckman so to Fraser. Yeah, it's, it's pretty
6: close. He, Cruiser it's might be a better match,
0: but oh, Fraser did no. everything
6: else. This conversation is over.
2: <laughs> you just set him up for that whoop. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah. Hold your tongue, mate. Nah, Cruiser's from
6: not... Cruiser, he used to have Josh Fraser on his wall and was the player that he idolised, so maybe you've just picked up the Fraser clone.
4: It, it is a Mick Malthouse. Ruckman aren't the priority on his list.
2: I don't I didn't see Fraser go, you know, uh, hitting somebody like uh, Cruiser hit Jolly last time. He's got um, he's got a little bit about him. Physicality wise I, I think
0: I think the problem with Ruckman is we all look around at what Nick Nat and Dean Cox have been doing for years now, and you, you want that kind of impact from a Ruckman, or even what yeah, Mumford's doing not how this it year. Works. And I think people get spoiled by that, and so you know, gone are the days when you can expect a Ruckman like Warnock to behave like you know Justin Madden did for his entire career um, aside from one loping gallop through the middle of the MCG in the 93 prelim you know he was a ruckman first and foremost and that was what he did yeah but anyway um, did we answer all your questions uh, Magpogil?
5: well just the um, another one to do with your team um, people just want to know who some of the young kids are that you have to watch out for
6: Bootsmith
1: Bruce, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> I've it's got... Troy, Troy Menzel's going to be a superstar. He is, he is.
3: Yeah, hmm. we, we had this discussion last week, and the three kids that I have really big raps on, because um, I watch a bit of VFL games and stuff, is I reckon um, Buckley will come really good for us when he gets a bit of size about him. He's got a lot of skill there. Menzel yep. is about in the same boat. He's got a lot of skill, and if he can keep injuries free, on, not like his brothers, um, he'll come good as well. He'll be one of those players. And I reckon Mitchell will step up in next year and come out and be a very good forward. Yeah, that's pretty much my rating exactly. He Just want to, uh
1: add... I don't
3: know who Mitchell is. Yeah.
2: Nick Graham. It's Nick Graham's
0: VFL, another one. Mate. Nick Graham is another one. Yep. I always forget about Graham. I think I rate I rate Lambert in the uh in the VFL side but he's not actually Carlton listed. I reckon he might be drafted someone, this year. Someone
1: will steal him. I'll mm. do
0: yeah I reckon he'll get drafted. But um, he's he's going to be one to watch in years to come. On the... but uh, Look, how, can how I about ask you? a question
1: of the Collingwood people? Go, nuts, Go right? for it. So the way I figure it is, a few of your players are kind of like not really, haven't really got into fourth gear yet in the, uh, over the last month, as, as you've pointed out. Most of our players. Yeah, I, I can't help but suspect that there's a bit of sort of jealousy about how much money was paid to Cloak?
4: Nah. nah. I, he, I, I, um, oh, I, don't, I don't think there's too much of an issue with that. I still think that maybe um, in all honesty there's a decent chance that Buckley just doesn't have a lot of them on board at the moment. That's right. Oh, I I that. And I, I actually think if any, I mean if that is the case, I actually think Buckley should probably take a cue from himself from last year when he got on the front foot about the Malthouse issue and basically put everyone in the media on side. He should probably do the same now with the players. And if if there is an issue with them, come out and put the heat straight back on them and say, look, I don't have all of them on board, but this is the situation. They're going to have to turn it
1: around.
0: All right. We're going to have to wrap this up very shortly. I've got a mainboard podcast to do after this. But... um...
1: It's been too friendly.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was I was a bit on guard and not what I expected. Far, far civilised. Oh, I, I
5: don't agree with any of that. I'm sorry. Go
2: on.
3: <laughs> What's your view?
5: Well, I, I really like Buckley and I think he has a great um, uh, manner. Um, I, I think it appears that he doesn't have the players on board, but I also think that as a team, um, our whole season has been so disrupted and you know, i I don't even know whether or not we've had the same twenty two out in the field two weeks in a row i mean we've we've just uh we just haven't had an opportunity to get any cohesion or rhythm as a team and um and I think that you know you look at Swan and Pendlebury who have uh one really good week and then one not so good week it's it's it just seems to me and I'm not an a student of the game like you guys, but um, that you know they carry a load that they just can't keep up every week, and uh, and I don't think it's not for want of trying. It just well, appears that way.
1: Welcome to Carlton's world. <laughs> 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 that's the sad truth is that um, I think very few teams can fill the same twenty two or even the same eighteen, well, four games in a row, and those teams that managed to have a fluky run of no injuries. Well, you saw it last year. They figured quite prominently in the, um, in the ladder and in the competition. Well, that's why this year they get a couple of outs this. and they're nowhere.
5: Yeah. And if they can pull it together at the, in the last part of the season, then that's when it counts. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, guys. Um, I'm going to have to wrap this tête-à-tête, as it were, up. Um it has been great having you guys here. I'm very grateful for your uh, for your cooperation and your civilised discussion on uh, all things Carlton v. Collingwood. I hope to do this again uh, next time. Um, thank you. Uh, and uh, thank you very much for coming on board. Not a
4: problem.
5: Thanks all for doing the
0: joint. i with us. It's been great. Yeah, do it next time. Yeah, no, absolutely. This has been a lot of fun, actually. Good.
1: See
4: you on the bay special. Yeah, no worries, Battle. <laughs> <laughs> There's a card coming your oh, way. Including the low Ladies
0: and gentlemen, you haven't entered the Twilight Zone. Uh, that was the Carlton and Collingwood joint podcast uh, that we uh, just completed that segment of. We're back with our normal transmission and uh, the Old Dark Navies is going to do board talk.
2: Yes, I am. Uh, just a really quick one. Um, the Carlton board on Big Footy racked up, uh, sorry, racked up one million posts this week, uh, and there's a bit of a thread going, um, sort of uh, reminiscing about some of the highlights of those uh, of that first million. And uh, it's good value. Check it out. That's it.
0: All righty. Next week.
3: Sorry, what was that? Happy dude. I said that is a good thread. Just flicking through some of the whole. Like people mentioning things like the um the doctor's office and
2: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh, Thyla scene getting getting uh lost in the uh in the bushfires and and whatnot that was uh that was um, good time <laughs> yeah
3: yeah, so yeah that... just on that thread that uh ODM mentioned before the one I was trying to remember was that time Andrew Walker wore a hat and then the time he didn't <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right time to sign off guys. Um, but before we do so, Justin Battler will be doing his own special rants in, uh, from week to week, uh, starting next week. And, hopefully Doc will have his, uh, player-focused segment up and running in our lifetime. <laughs> hopefully this year. That'll be good, and we'll find... All, and, you know. uh, happy dude, I don't... you're not around next week? Um, probably not. Lazy son of a bitch. <laughs> anyway, we'll signing, signing off. The old duck Navies, Good night to you.
2: Thank you, guys. It's been great.
0: Devoid of caring. Good night to you. Good night. Happy Good. dude. Good night. About, uh, Good night to you. Good night. Just about. Good night to you. You can't see this, but I'm giving you all hugs. <laughs> You're a bit sweaty too. <laughs>